1: Welcome back to Live, Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. I'm just going to take a few minutes on this topic, and it started with an interview I saw conducted by Peter Hamby, uh, who hosts a program called Good Luck America, and he airs it on Snapchat. Uh, You may not have heard of uh, two of those three things, uh, but you've heard of Snapchat probably, and it turns out they have shows on there. Peter Hamby interviewed former President Barack Obama. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to play about a minute long uh, excerpt from that interview in there. I want you to listen to what uh, former President Obama has to say about a certain phrase, defund the police, defund the police. That was, uh, you know, something we saw written on. Uh, protesters' signs around the country through much of the summer. In fact, you can still hear it shouted as those uh, demonstrators still gather at various sites around the country today. Defund the police. Uh, it's an interesting. Interesting phrase, uh, one that uh, ultimately uh, I think ended up dividing uh, more than it did uh, uniting anyone around a single cause because there were so many different factions uh, within the Democratic Party uh, who interpreted that phrase uh, differently. Some uh, took it to be or some presented it and thought it to be uh, an emblematic thing where uh, we're not literally calling for money to be taken away, uh, but maybe used in a different way or something like that. And then there are those uh, further to the the left, uh, particularly embodied by the attitudes expressed by the squad uh, that says, no, 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 We, we literally mean this. Anyway, uh, let me get out of the way and let uh, former President Obama uh, share his views on this uh, idea, this slogan, "Defund the Police," and then I want to share with you some of the reaction that he has received from members of the squad. Then we'll move on. But I thought it was uh, uh, it was fascinating to to show uh, this 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 varied approach to the same phrase.
2: If you believe as as I do that we should be able to reform the criminal justice system so that it's not biased, and treats everybody fairly. I guess you can use a snappy slogan like defund the police, but you know you've lost a big audience the minute you say it, which makes it a lot less likely that you're actually gonna get the changes you want done. But if you instead say, let's reform the police department so that everybody's being treated fairly, You know, divert young people from getting into crime. And if there's a homeless guy, can maybe we send a mental health worker there instead of an armed unit that could end up resulting in a tragedy? Suddenly, a whole bunch of folks who might not otherwise listen to you are listening to you. So the key is deciding, do you want to actually get something done or do you want to feel good among the people you already agree with? And if you want to get something done in a democracy, in a country as big and diverse as ours, then you've got to be able to meet people where they are and play a a game of addition and not subtraction.
1: There's good insight there. Regardless of your politics, uh, the the principles for communication That he uh, just shared there uh, make a lot of sense to me. Now, how was that? uh, How were those 60 seconds uh, responded to by by various members of Congress and others? Uh, Ilhan Omar. She on Twitter wrote in response to uh, former President Obama referring to defund the police as a snappy slogan. She says, quote, we lose people in the hands of police. It's not a slogan, but a policy demand. And centering the demand for equitable investments and budgets for communities across the country gets us uh, progress and safety. Uh, Rashida Talib says Rosa Parks was vilified and attacked for her civil disobedience. She was targeted. It's hard seeing the same people who uplift her courage attack the movement for black lives that want us to prioritize health, funding of schools and ending poverty rather than racist police systems. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to dwell on this, but I simply bring it up because it, I believe, is an indication of something we ought to keep our eyes on going into the next Congress and the next presidential administration. There are extremely varied views within the Democratic Party right now. And while it will be a Democrat who runs the White House, it will be Democrats who retain control of the House. It will be interesting to see how uh, they contribute to progress and the moving forward of good legislation if uh, there is uh, this type of uh, division in terms of at least this issue, and there are many others exemplified elsewhere. Anyway, I'm going to leave it at that. If you have any thoughts... On uh, the the two real wings of the Democratic Party five seven five zero zero is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Love to hear from you. Uh, Before we go to break, I want you to uh, hear a little bit of what uh, Joe Biden had to say earlier today. uh, That that Joe Biden took to the stage. In Delaware, right about the time we were speaking with uh, Derek Miller and Maxine Turner with Cuisine Unlimited, talking about uh, the the challenges facing Utah local businesses right now. And he was talking, uh, Joe Biden, about uh, a piece of legislation proposed by uh, Senator Romney and others. Here is a bit of what Biden had to say.
3: Americans need help and they need it now. And they need more to come early next year. But I must tell you, I am encouraged by the bipartisan efforts in the Senate around $900 billion package for relief. It's a bipartisan effort.
1: President-elect Biden went on in Wilmington, Delaware, to explain what problems we could face if we don't pass something soon.
3: We're in a crisis. We need to come together as a nation. We need the Congress to act and act now. If Congress and President Trump fail to act by the end of December... 12 million Americans will lose their unemployment benefits they rely on. The unemployment benefits allowing them to keep food on the table, to keep the lights on and the heat on, pay their bills. Emergency paid leave will end. Moratorium on evictions will expire. States will lose the vital tools they need to pay for COVID testing and public health.
1: All right. There you have it. He said more, but my time has expired. I need to take a break right now. Uh, the, the reason I share all of this with you is that the nature of politics and the strategy right now and where the power lies is all in flux. And once the dust settles uh, after the new Congress uh, it commences and after uh, Joe Biden is sworn in as president, that's when we'll really see, when the dust starts to settle, uh, how American government will be uh, run in 2021 and beyond fascinating stuff we're at a pivotal time in history i encourage you to keep a close eye on it we'll do our best here at ksl news radio to keep you up to speed in the meantime though time for a commercial break when we return i want to talk to you about service animals and emotional support animals (laughs) yeah yeah there's some change coming to those uh, to those things and we'll discuss them next on live mike i'm lee Lonsberry, and this is ksl news radio
0: i'm dave cawley investigative journalist and host of the podcast cold